Tailgater Sports. Oh boy, that is right. Yes, it is another episode of Tailgater Sports. Come on, guys, just get in here. I, yes. can't, even, I can't even hide my excitement. There is freaking NFL football to talk about. We had a game played less than 12 hours ago. We got a full slate of action coming up just days away. How pumped are you guys? Randy Tyler, the two and three of my trio here. Randy Tyler, get in here. The game could have been with two teams I could care less about, but I'm just excited because this means that things are happening. Right. So we are are on the heels. The ripple effect, the dust is barely settling on the first Thursday night football game of the 2020 NFL season. The Kansas City Chiefs took care of the Houston Texans like a lot of people predicted. I took the Texans. Boy, do I regret that. That was just kind of uh, me throwing stuff at a wall to see if it sticks. It did not stick. The Chiefs kind of manhandled them. The Texans look like a Bill O'Brien team. Shocking. So let's get out of the way. Football's back, guys. NBA, Lakers, Clippers, when you guys face off, we'll come back around maybe. We'll give you a little limelight. Yeah. Major League Baseball, you had your time. You blew it. We might even talk about you until the Dodgers win the World Series. You know, if, if Mike Trout gets hurt or something, we can rub it in Tyler's face. But until, whoa, 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 until whoa, the Dodgers whoa, whoa, win the whoa. World Series, man, baseball, get the hell out of here. I, I think this goes to show, though, because uh, the day of the NFL game, the mm. Texans-Chiefs, was uh, the first time in history that every major sports league played at once. Right, like a major sport yeah. equinox. And I think that this just shows the strength and the testament of how powerful the NFL was because Dude. everyone was just like, the I NFL don't care. Is, the NFL is daddy and get oh, in yeah. line behind daddy. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous, man. <laughs> We've been thirst and salivating over all these uh, bubble action. And uh, like you said, everybody was pumped up. You had WNBA, MLS, NBA, NHL, MLB, and NCAA, the NFL. NCAA, everything. Everything. And the second that ball kicked off at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, oh yeah, switched. Oh yeah, nothing, dude. I, I didn't care. I didn't care about the Lakers game. I switched over no, for no, no, a no, little no. bit of OT in the Dallas Stars Stanley Cup game just because I'm a puckhead. Yeah, and thankfully that game was won in 31 seconds. I saw one minute of watch and I'm back to football. Yeah, but dude, like a light switch, the NFL is back. And I feel like everybody could care less about anything else in the sports world. Oh, yeah. No way. Okay. This It was so fun to watch, too. Like, just watch. It was, it, it was, it was weird because the whole the, the, the people, no one in the stands, really, and just the whole atmosphere. Yeah, so much to unpack from the game, the yeah. presentation. But I didn't care it was about such a else. big, just such a big encompassment of everything coming together just because we weren't even sure if there would be an NFL season yeah. and let alone what it would look like. But sure enough, on time, yeah. like they said, Full rosters, like they said. Full speed, full contact, like they said. So, I mean, Tyler, uh, Tyler, how's your boner? So how's your NFL boner doing? Has it come look, down? Are you at least chubbed up a little bit still, or what? No, it's it's still it's still up there. I am so chubbed <laughs> up that I drafted Nick Chubb in my fantasy. Sports. Hey, there you go, um, man. Yeah. Okay. Look, in all seriousness, two things I want to point out. Number one, when they first kicked off, you know how you hear stories of old NFL players, and they say that they're playing. And while they're playing, they didn't hear anything. Like the crowd is roaring. You hear like the other players making like, you know, noise and everything while they're being tackled and everything. But like to them, it's just dead silence. And that's how I felt watching the kickoff. It's like every noise that was around me just kind of tuned out. It was dead silence. And the only thing I heard was just Al Michaels and the ball being kicked off. And it was the most glorious feeling I probably ever had in my life. Because Eric, like you said, even three months ago, we didn't even know if we were gonna ha- if we were gonna be here for the opening season. Three days ago, uh, yeah, three even yeah, three days true. Ago, we we didn't know. We just didn't know. And uh, speaking of noise, props to the fans in Kansas City for only being about 
15,000 of them. Yeah, I think they had the just stadium. under 17,000 officially. And making it sound like there was 50,000 of them. Like, there's something with that stadium to where there's only like 15,000 people and it's still roaring. I don't know what it is, but they are very passionate people. I applaud them for that. Yeah, Thank you well, for making it feel as much of a whole game as it could. It doesn't help when you're the majority of the noise that gets amplified, though, is booing. So, <laughs> yeah, that was slightly awkward at the beginning, but no, we're not going to talk about that. Football's <laughs> back, and that's all that matters. I, um, you, you know, Eric and I were talking about how a uh, sportscaster here in Los Angeles had mentioned that you he could watch the most boring NFL game any day of the week versus the most boring random baseball matchup, hockey matchup. And I was thinking about that because. Thursday, if you really think about it, what it boils down to, it was a boring game, sort of. It, it really was. It was. It wasn't. I think it wasn't what a lot of people expected. You see the Chiefs, you see the Texans, you see Deshaun Watson, you see Patrick Mahomes. You think air it out, long ball, 500, 600 yards between the two. Yeah. You know, smash the over, smash the over. Well, the freaking Chiefs are a running team now, apparently. They got this stud running back out of LSU. What's his name? Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yep. Um, which we should have saw coming. Shout out to the guy in our league with the fantasy name uh, Fresh Prince of Hilaire. We should have seen this coming, guys. Things oh, are, yeah. Yeah. Are, I'm playing him and it's not good. Yeah. I like to think things are too poetic in sports. And if they can be poetic, it's just going to work. Mm -hmm. So 30 years to the day of this Thursday night game, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air debuts. Yeah. First game of this dude's career. All these fantasy team names, Fresh Prince of Hilaire. There's one in our league. Mm hmm. It was meant to be. He, but, he pops off first TD right. as a rookie. He goes off for like 130 on the ground. Like it was meant to be. So now you got this stud running back and everybody's like, where's the long ball? I don't think mm -hmm. they threw it for more than 25 yards more than once or twice. I think he, I think he had one throw that got called back. Yeah. The I mean, Tyreek Hill, you know, got a couple late TDs, but... Outside of that, they were a run first team. And every, I felt like yeah. that just kind of because it was a dominating win by them. Mm -hmm. You know, they got a couple garbage touchdowns late for the Texans, stuff like that to mm -hmm. kind of make it look closer than it was. But it was kind of a, you know, just a methodical nine, 10, 11 play drives, which people aren't used to. I feel for the Chiefs, which made the illusion of, OK, right. this is not what I want to watch for for me, too, though. Uh, what One of the things I took away when I broke down the game mentally was when I was sitting there watching my all twenty two film, yeah, watching taking my, my uh, taking my had, notes. From I had my... the real had had the real running. Had my had my little notepad out. <laughs> Number one was the game was boring, sure, but the Chiefs surpassed all expectations because everybody thought the teams were going to be rusty. Which leads me to my next point, which is I can't tell if the Texans are that bad or if they're just actually rusty. You know, because right. the Chiefs, I don't. I think the Chiefs were an abnormality because the team just overall is really good, and we're expecting it to be really good. But the bar right now is a really good team isn't going to look rusty out there. Right. Everybody else is going to look and rusty. And the play, I think, overall looked good for there being no, yeah. you know, no preseason game, stuff like that. Exactly. You know, that's what everybody's talking about. Is like, are they going to be able to tackle? They're going to be able to tackle. Because figure mm -hmm. these teams aren't really tackling in their, in their, you know, yeah. in and, their and, practices. But the other thing, too, though, is that it brings me to Clyde uh, Edward Tolaire, which is we don't really know if he's going to be as good as we saw in game one because... If when you when you hold him up to the as, as far as comparing him to the Texans, that's a pretty low bar because no one's really expecting a lot from the Texans. I mean, sure, you're a big homer I for Watson. I, I know you're a homer for Watson, but the Texans just don't seem like a team that's going to have it all really put together. Yeah, they seemed lost. They, they seem like a, very they lost. Seem, go ahead, Tyler. I told you guys last night. I texted you both. We're witnessing the fall of Bill O'Brien. See, but haven't we been witnessing Bill O'Brien's been falling? We've been, yeah, we've been witnessing his fall for like four years, and then they go and sign Deshaun Watson, this mega deal, and then they don't throw the ball when they're trailing in the third. They keep running it. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I've never understood why it is that people will give their quarterbacks fat contracts 
and then not build around their team. Like the Cowboys, sure, people are giving um, uh, Jerry Jones crap for not finalizing a deal with uh, with Dak. But think about it. Dak finally actually now has weapons. He has C.D. Lamb, uh, Elliott. So like this is this is sort of a season where they've actually provided him with weapons and things to really utilize. Now you're really going to scope him out and see how good he is. I mean, I don't know. When you look at the Texans, they have Will Fuller. Will Fuller, Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks, Randall Cobb, and I didn't see them on the screen Oh my once. God, I forgot they had Randall yeah, Cobb. That's like, right. You should have Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, two speedsters, just straight yeah. go routes. And then have Deshaun Watson air it out at least once or twice. And then when he would air it out, he got hit by Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, and he got picked off. So it was very yeah. much of the same for the Texans, very much of the same Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson on the run, running for his life kind of thing. But now he didn't have the D-hop safety blanket, and it was very, very apparent. Yeah. I'll say one thing about this, though, is that David Johnson actually looked like old Cardinals David Johnson. Yeah, he looked he good. He looked decent last night. He looked good. And as far as the Chiefs being a running team, are they really going to be a running team, or were those the only plays that Andy Reid could see with the condensation on his <laughs> Dude, face? that was That's wild. That was, that was crazy, man. You know when I, and you, it only got worse as the game went along. You know when hockey players break their nose, they wore that little like the little yeah, like full the, face shield, full like face visor. Yeah, that's what he looked like. Yeah, like he broke his nose. I but. sent you guys the meme last night. It's like the Kermit the Frog looking outside the rainy window. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I had a couple people, so like, a couple people tweeted out that you could still fit a burger up under there without taking the mask off and. I mean, honestly, outside of the face masks and obviously his yeah. big old face visor, I mean, you couldn't, you wouldn't really known that this was a game being played in the middle of all this Rona crap going on, which is, I mean, probably what the NFL is going for. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one thing too, though, when like the announcers were pumped up high enough in which you could hear them nice and clear. Yeah. When you're really watching a game, though, the majority of the time, you're not necessarily, you're not hearing deafening, you know, fan noise or yeah. crowd I mean, noise. There, there are moments where you could definitely, it's noticeable. I noticed it was quiet towards the end of the game. Yeah, but those are late, the garbage minutes. But that's what I'm saying. The late fourth quarter, definitely you could tell like it's like, oh, this is a little eerie, kind of yeah. weird. You hear more of an echo from the PA announcer and stuff, and then right. you notice it. So my thing is, I wonder how it's going to sound Sunday night, week one, opening SoFi Stadium. Huge moment for the Rams. Oh, Rams right. hosting the Cowboys. Dude, this is a megaplex going to be whew, dead quiet. You know, so That's I'm so I'm, crazy. I'm curious about these other games where there's no fans, you know, because there's only yeah. two arenas. What is it? Uh, the Jaguars or the Dolphins? The ja the no, the Jags and Arrowhead now. The Jags and Arrowhead. Yeah. So I knew it was one of the Florida teams, Florida teams. But so there's only two with any kind of fans. Yeah. So I'm wondering how they're going to play and go about, you know, trying to mask the silence in some of these other and arenas. The, the Jags are smart because they have to be by far one of the most uninteresting teams in the NFL. And they're like, you know what, guys, let's just let people in. <laughs> right. You it. know, we're already having a hard enough time. So let's we're not going to be turning away. people. Our if you want to come, player, bring your whole squad. Our star player is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Just Gardner Minshew, bro. Let people in, please. But um, he, he said he scares away the Rona. That's why he tested, uh, had a false positive. He yeah. scares it away, dude. Safest place in the world is Jaguars Arena. Sure, bro. Whatever, whatever you say. My, my my thing though is that like, if your team gets decimated this weekend, it's gonna be a very, very eerie, depressing like stretch Nothing. of stretch of minutes because there's Nuts. no crowd noise, no one's cheering, you can't hear anything, so it's just utter silence. It's like it's literally like being at a high school game, right? And it's it's the one time you decide to go check out your high school football team play and they're getting smacked like 34 to nothing. And you're just like, wow, I should have gone home. I paid eight bucks for a ticket. This sucks. And it's basically going to be it. We're going to be watching. Who knows? Like, I don't know. We're going to watch the, the Jags Colts. We're going to watch the Jags be down by like 24 in the fourth. And it's going to be utter silence. Quiet. Eerie. Hey, but that stadium has a pool, though. Yeah. That well, stadium does. Have, I wonder if they're going to have people in the pool. With oh, God. Capacity. It's so not. gross. It's going to be interesting to see the stadiums that are notoriously known for like 
crowd noise and stuff. Yeah, Lambeau quiet. Field, dude. Are they in Green Bay this weekend, Randy? No, I think they're in Minnesota. They're we're, we're they're away. Okay, so they yeah, got like in Minnesota. They're got they've got like an earlyish game, but I'm I'm more interested in like uh, CenturyLink. You know, where people play oh, yeah. the twelfth man. Twelfth man, dude. That's a huge dude. It's gonna be weird to see the, the Hawk's, Hawks nest. nest. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my like top five bucket list places I want to go. You know, obviously you got the the big house, you got yeah. Lambeau Field, but I want to sit in the Hawks Nest okay. at CenturyLink. Here's a question: You're going to a game. It's in a way, like you said, it's a bucket list. Do you go in your fan gear or do you go just yes. neutrally dressed? Well, no, if it, fan it, gear. Well, if it, the Bills are playing, I'm going fan gear. But if right. it's not, I'll just go neutrally dressed. Okay. Oh yeah, because I brought that point up to you guys last night. Like, there's a huge pet peeve of mine oh, in sports, right. and that's when you go to a game and you see someone there in a jersey. And that jersey does not match either team that's playing. Like, well, I was watching the game last night, and there's a dude in the stands wearing a Carson Wentz Ingles jersey. It's like, okay, why? And there's another guy wearing a Randy Moss Vikings jersey, and it's like, why? Why? It's the worst. Why? It's the worst too when they do it, and you could, you know, they're doing it for like ulterior motives. Like, I've go to Dodger games, and they wear like a Chris Bryant jersey, and it was the year after they the Cubs beat them to go to the World Series. Yeah, and it's like, bro. F off. Is there a pickup game going on after that? I don't know. Well, like, why are you wearing these jerseys? Well, there, there's also the fact that I, m me, I'm be honest, guys. I'm a bit of a scaredy cat when it comes to some things. I'm okay, like, you know what? Okay. I don't like doing this. I don't like going there. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't know how I feel about For, this. Being being the way fan in a home arena, well, obviously, if you're Dude, fan, you hear stories it's, about it's people tough. getting the crap beaten out of them in parking no, lots and dude, stuff. But no, no, no. no okay, no. Look. But hold on, hold on. Here's my thing, though. Let's rewind the tape a little bit. A few years ago, Eagles, Vikings. Was there not a story of Eagles fans <laughs> throwing full beer cans at old Viking lady fans because they saw them in jerseys? Yeah, I mean, and I, that's my it's that's a my risk thing. You're, it's a risk you're going to take, dude. There are some stadiums. You got a dude in your in your group that's big and scary that will deter some of this trash talk or the, flying beverages. There, there is know. a stadium I, I do want to go. There are stadiums I do want to go to. Primarily, not necessarily just for the team and the stadium, but for like the culture. Like I'd love to go to Buffalo just see the whole tailgating thing. Yeah. I want to obviously I want to go to Green Bay, but Green Bay just happens to be the most expensive ticket in the goddamn world because in the middle of bomb F nowhere. Um, love to go to Seattle. I mean, it's nice knowing that we have SoFi now. So who knows if SoFi begins to get like its own reputation. And I also want to go to Roomba Stadium. Oh, SoFi has its own reputation already as the baddest mother effing stadium in the world already. It is a spaceship. How cool is that, though? Like there's I, we, we mentioned this a little while ago, a few weeks ago, maybe that what are the odds that. We're, we are essentially very spoiled as Los Angeles sports fans. I mean, even if we're not the biggest fans of the Rams or the Chargers, based primarily because we didn't have teams, so we chose our own teams. But there is a brand new, yeah. beautiful stadium with a massive screen in Los Angeles. And I mean, five, six hours going east is another beautiful stadium that's shaped like a Roomba. You know? So it's just sort of like we're really lucky right now because... In just less than a day's worth of traveling, we can get to two different stadiums that are brand spanking new. Speaking of that Roomba, I'm just throwing this out there. It's on my bucket list to do this, to wear my team's jersey, which would obviously be an away jersey inside mm -hmm. wherever the Raiders are playing, to wear that specifically in the section known as the black hole. No, they won't let you. See, they won't let you <laughs> in Yeah, there. they won't let you they in, won't let you first in of all. Second of all, I wonder how that's going to run Allegiant Stadium now in, in Vegas. Here's, I wonder if they're going to yeah. have... Then let the fans kind of figure it out. Well, because it was it was towards There's the no visitor, way. or it was towards the certain end zone in in um, the O dot Co. I know that, but I uh -huh. wonder if they're going to designate something or let the fans kind of figure it out and do their own kind of like plant the flag. This is yeah. a new black hole. You, you know how you know how AT and T Stadium became Jerry World. 
So it's sort of like it's a stadium, yeah, yeah. but it's more of an attraction than is really a stadium. Like if when you look at when you compare places such as AT&T Stadium versus, I don't know, like MetLife or CenturyLink, like CenturyLink, that is a football stadium. Yeah. AT&T Stadium, it is a megaplex. It's a complex. Yeah, it's a complex. It's, it's, it's more it's meant for more than just sporting events. Like, when you look at Allegiant, is... I, I honestly do not see the black hole being what it was. Back in Oakland. It'll be interesting to see how much of the culture translates to Vegas, Mm -hmm. you know, because there'll be new rules. There'll be new regulations. You're going to be tailgating in freaking 110 degree weather, not nice Bay Area, 75 degrees on a Sunday morning. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if the rowdiness, the the black holeness of it, I guess you should say, travels to Vegas with them. When Disney bought Fox, they took on The Simpsons and a lot of the things they did where they moved out some like some offensive things, they trimmed out some stuff, they cropped some stuff out. So The Simpsons essentially became Disney-fied. I think the Raiders and the culture is going to get Disney-fied because this is no longer just a stadium. It's not just a stadium in Oakland. This is a staple of Las Vegas and Las Vegas is becoming, you know, I mean, Las Vegas has always been the place to go. But now it's blossoming into a whole different level, a whole other stratosphere, no pun intended. So it's just it should be yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens. But I really honestly do not see the black hole and that kind of craziness, rowdiness translating into the into the current modern right. day next gen uh, version of the Raiders. That kind of breaks my heart to hear. I'm a huge fan of like, uh, especially when it comes to sports. I'm a huge fan of like tradition. Yeah. And things like that. And seeing something like the black hole that was made famous in like the 70s. And it's just well, continued to grow and grow. If I don't see a dude there dressed up in spiked shoulder pads at a Darth Vader well, mask, that, that's it's not yeah, the but same no, thing. But my, my thing is, though, is like I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders, the the, the Vegas Raiders, start marketing the black hole as like its own sort of thing. Right. Because right? when they built the stadium, they were probably like, look, guys, we got to capitalize on this. And it's no longer just a fan thing. We're going to make it a really cool thing for fans, but it's going to be right. a you thing You have to pay us. extra to get into the black yeah. hole, stuff like that, as maybe, opposed to the, just a self-proclaimed black hole. Maybe special parking. Yeah. There's a designated well, little you, area. You got to think so. just the Who whole knows? world is getting Disney-fied, as you said it. Like, yeah. you know, you can't tailgate like you used to. You know, Bill's Mafia got in trouble for breaking tables. Now, if you break a table in their own parking lot you get in trouble you have to have like your own alternate parking lots yeah so no i 110 like it's not going to be the there's same there's no way it's not it's just it the, no the feels different it's all the arena's inside now like the whole o.co oakland bay area thing was like an outside open air thing yeah. so it's going to be weird dude that's for sure seeing the, the the black and silver and then it not being I'm excited though man not you dude we're we lost the damn baseball diamond across the field Oh, yeah, that's right. It's gone. It will never oh, see it again. Right, yeah. That was the last one ever. Like, we'll never see it unless there's some weird thing with, a uh, you know, a team playing in an alternate site. That was a staple at the beginning of football season, seeing the Raiders play and then seeing the damn Oakland Athletics home plate on the, on the damn sideline. Wow. I'm just going to say this, knowing the Davis family, the Raiders will be back in Oakland in about five years. So. No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, we'll Get just take the, the billion dollar loss and just move it right back to the Bay Area. Hey, guys, all you got to do is go on your phone and press explore and the Roomba will slowly travel back to Oakland. my buddy bought a Roomba over the weekend <laughs> he posted he's like oh so pumped to use so I'm like sick Allegiant replica dude and he's I, was like, telling, uh, I was telling Eric I need to buy one because my just for the house you know and I was thinking about uh he was like oh you should slap on like an Allegiance logo on yeah. on it and just dude, make it look throw like some like Raiders Raiders logos and then yeah. just take videos of it for every win throw like the Roomba just vacuuming up like sweeping a, up the team yeah sweeping up like a Chargers logo or sweeping up a, a Bronco or something like that how Roomba hasn't capitalized on the fact that 
there's a stadium built that's shaped like it. How great would the naming rights be like given to Roomba, like Roomba Stadium? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was thinking, like Roomba Stadium. And like it's Roomba night, everyone. If the you know the Raiders <laughs> score more than 35 points, everybody gets a Roomba. Everybody gets a Roomba. Oh, God. Let's go, Roomba. Dude, if they knew if if okay, if the Raiders knew anything, they would be selling foam hats shaped like their stadium. Shaped like little Roomba stadiums. I had I had a I might buy one of those. I had a puck, a hockey puck yeah. hat that looked Basically Roomba because it was just a black circle on my head. Dude, I can make a Roomba hat out of the one I have. One of the coolest things I ever saw, ever, uh, was uh, I think a few years ago, Navy and Army were playing. And one of the head admirals for the uh, the Naval Academy came out and he was talking to, he was talking to, I think ESPN or something about the, about the upcoming game. Dude, this guy had on a foam battleship, like an actual battleship yes. on his head. Yes. And he was I'm talking about it. He's talking about how like, oh, I'm excited. You know, the boys are going to go out. We're going to, you know, go Navy, beat Army. And I'm like, dog, that is the, why are foam hats not a thing again? Like they okay. need to be a thing. I always, do you remember, completely off topic, do you remember the old Maddens? You could customize a fan. Oh, yes. yeah. Yep. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Dude, nice. I would always slap on as much foam crap as I could on my fans. That was the coolest thing that Madden used to have integrated into their games. Okay. So, so much fun. I'm not a fan of the Texans or the Cowboys at all, but I would love to have one of those mega foam cowboy hats and just oh, wear yeah. that around. The, uh, those things are so cool. What's his name? The Burt Reynolds one. Look, check it yes, out. Yes, yes. I'm showing Eric right now. Look at that. Oh, that's sick. It's like a giant Twinkie See, almost. it's like Go Navy. It's a giant you battleship. What, you know what we have? I'm Actually, I'm not sure if I have it. I'm, we definitely bought a buffalo head. So it's basically like a bison head that I throw okay. on top of my head. But one of the staples of Bill's Mafia Stadium is what I'm going to call it this year because they they don't have a damn stadium. It's called Bill Stadium because New Era dipped out on them. I don't know why. But one of their staples in the stands in Buffalo, in the Buffalo area when the it's game day, they have a damn chicken wing head, dude. So you're what? literally walking around with a yes. giant drumstick chicken wing on your head. Give it a Google, and it's yeah, it's a giant orange chicken wing. And you could just oh, straight I have buy seen it. those. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I have, have seen yeah. those. Yeah, I used to have a, a cheese head, but then my dog. I was gonna, I was oh, gonna ask brutal. why you don't have a cheese head. I, I was gonna ask that. They're pretty so expensive. Now I know what to dude. get you for Christmas. They're pretty expensive, like the the um the foam hats, like the legitimate legit foam hats. Yeah, they're pretty pricey, bro. It's like forty fifty dollars for a hat. Yeah, because they know you're. They got you by the balls. If you want it, you're gonna pay for it. Oh, I know. All bro. right, so I'll tell you what. God, this chicken drumstick looks hilarious, dude. Tailgate oh at Christmas, me Look, and Eric will go have seas on Randy's uh, cheesehead. It's, 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 it's hilarious how there's just like this, this such a buffalo, a buffaloian thing to do. This is small yeah. girl. She's a little girl. That's a saber. She's at a Sabres game wearing the, the and damn the guy, chicken wing and hat. And the guy behind it. her is wearing a blue cheese hat. Yes. Buffalo, baby. I God. love it. Why am I still living in LA? I need this to move amazing. to Buffalo. I wish, I wish all America was like Buffalo. I've never even been to Buffalo. Just the way you see <laughs> Buffalo on social media, like if Amer- if all of America was like Buffalo, we'd be such a, a, a such a so yeah. much more happier place. I mean, yeah, the Maybe. place the party is basically wishing It'd be a little boring. Trust me, There's Randy's wishing. No, no, but I'm just I'm just saying that like every, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of America. You want you want Buffalo, Buffalo on game day. That's what you want. Yeah, Buffalo is America's frat house. If you if you really boil it down to what it is, it's America's frat house. Which is a, they should slap that on a sign so or Buffalo's something. Buffalo's been called worse, so I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it too, dude. It could be worse. It could be Jacksonville, Florida. That's fair. What's in Jacksonville, Florida? Besides, hey, literally besides Minshew, the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew in a pool in an NFL stadium. My that's, thi- that's their yeah. calling card. My thing, my thing is, though, like when they were deciding the location for the NFL team, they're like, you know, it'd be great. Jacksonville, Florida. 
Like as if Tallahassee doesn't exist, Orlando is in the place, or I don't well, know. It's always rumored that Jacksonville is going to be taken out by Shaq Khan, and they're going to be the team that ends up playing in London when there's an uh, overseas. God, team, can stuff you imagine like the headache if if the Jags move to London? Number one, they're just going to become a novelty hey, thanks, team. Hey, honestly though, the Rona, silver lining of all this stuff. No more of those damn God, UK games. So stupid. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Where you wake up and it's like six a.m. and there's already a game played. Yeah, it's like which is cool. Which is cool in theory. No, because but then you realize all, it's in London. They're all garbage games. The yeah. NFL knows what they're doing. Like I think a matchup they had was the Rams Jags a few years ago. What a boring game. Yeah, I mean, figure they're always sending the Jags over there to play somebody. So first, first of all, you're getting you're getting the scraps there. Yeah. So I don't know. Move, so we can all agree that move the, Jags the Jags are one of the most boring teams. We need to move the Jags to somewhere somewhere interesting. Move them to like. Senegal or something. Dude, the Jags Senegal. almost made the Super Morocco. Bowl a couple years ago with freaking Blake Bortles. They were oh, one God. pass, one pass away. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey on the sideline crying after. Wow. I we remember that too. Was you know how it would have been what? Jags Rams? That would have been an awful Super Bowl. My God. Well, the Rams would have won, I think. They would actually seal oh, the deal. They probably would have beat them that yeah, they yeah. probably would beat the Jags that year. And then that that stupid game alone is the reason why the NFL is convinced Stephon Gilmore is like a premier top tier corner secondary player. Get out of here. The Jags, but hey, NFL season's back. NBA, who? MLB, what? NHL, where? Pfft, don't even talk to me about the MLS. Get out of here. Sorry, please. sorry. D- don't even talk. You guys to me. all had your chance. Daddy's home. I'll see you in February. Here, here's my here's my other thing too, though. About the NFL being back and all these sports going on, we're heading. It's like imagine we're the Titanic, right? All of all of sports entertainment, all of America is the Titanic right now, which is kind of a weird thing to compare it to because it kind of is. And we're heading toward, we're heading towards an we're heading towards an iceberg, right? Couple different levels to this. And we, yeah, I know, but let's just focus on the sports for this one. We're heading towards an iceberg. We can see it. We're like, guys, look out! There's an iceberg coming. This iceberg is the in- inevitable realization that there's not going to be sports for a long ass time because all the teams are playing right now the they talked about how the NBA uh, they they wanted they had to launch a season sometime in 2021 they don't know when right. same with the NHL cuz right around now is when these teams are or these divisions or sports they're getting ready to launch the season again mm-hmm. yeah you it was weird I mean? because that's one of those things we like last episode we were talking about how damn it's back and we kind of even didn't even realize it because normally we're starved we're we're months into baseball and baseball is winding down at this yeah. point so we're starved but this year, no, we've had bubble action. We've had baseball action. We're deep in the middle of everything still. And then it's all of a sudden there's no preseason games to kind of remind us. So those things to trigger us into football mode yeah. haven't been there. You know, we're not out in the world. We're not grocery shopping like we used to. So now all of a sudden football's back and it's just as good as ever. It might be a little weird, but people are just latching on just like normal. So actually, I want to circle back to something you said, Randy. So you brought up how it might be kind of crazy, eerie, really weird yeah. and awkward for teams that get blown out in an empty stadium. It's already really weird. They look sad. They look like their puppy got kicked, stuff like that. Like Crystal Lake status. Yeah. It's just that flat. Yeah, it's just it's just quiet, you know, and then you had that with kind of background quiet. noise. So I'm just literally thinking in my mind right now, like, you know what? Let's do this. So let's go to the week one schedule, guys. All right. Let's play a little game. Let's call it find the blowout here. OK, so let's find the game with the largest margin of victory, okay? So we're going to find the blowout. Who's going to be in this eerie situation that Randy kind of painted a picture for us? Which team is going to have their QB on the sideline in a dead quiet stadium, his little sideline hat on, yep. staring at the, the iPad, towel over his head a la Cam Newton maybe. Right maybe, he maybe, tosses it. maybe it's the Patriots, who knows? But yeah, where's the blowout this weekend? All right, be, guys? so if I, if I had to choose a pick on where I think the blowout is coming, uh, I think it's going to be a Monday night game. Pittsburgh over New York Giants. Ooh, ooh, that's pass-heavy team. New York, New York Giants. Judge, Judge doesn't really. I, I mean, 
people the, the media is painting a picture as if Judge sort of has his team figured out, but I don't even think the Giants know who the Giants are. And so I, I just think Pittsburgh, I don't even think Pittsburgh is going to be that good of a team. I just think they're just going to be better well-rounded enough to the mm-hmm. point where they know what to do better than the Giants. Yeah, well. I mean, you got Big Ben back, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. They put up points. James, James Conner. Yeah. So the, they, de- the defense isn't bad on the Steelers Washington, either. Washington's a stud on the other side of Juju. Yeah. So, so they I, could put up some points. I feel and good And the Giants could also not put up some points. So Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Jones is still young in his infancy as far as being an NFL quarterback goes. Uh, you know, who knows if Barkley is going to co- have a good stellar year this year. I mean, you have no preseason. You can't scope these guys out. Right. But if I had to bet my money against a team, I'm definitely putting my money against the right. New York Giants. The, the ingredients is there. High power yeah. offense, young team looking for to rebound off of a booty year like last year. So I, I have no problem with that. If pick. I had to set a score, 34 to 10. Okay. Steeler, so Steelers you, Giants. So that's a okay. plus 24 for, plus 24. for the margin of victory I, there. I really do think the Steelers are going to smack the ish out of the Giants. Okay. What do you got, Tyler? Now, you guys just mentioned it. What exactly is in Jacksonville, Florida? Apparently not even the Jaguars because I think the Colts are going to go in and absolutely destroy them. And apparently they're Mets citizens, according to Randy. So <laughs> Florida, I, I baby. Think, Florida, baby. Let's I go. Think, <laughs> I think the Colts are going in there and they're just going to absolutely whoop them. Jaguars, yeah, Doug I Marone's agree. basically on his last leg. How he ah, hasn't been fired yet, I have Marone. no idea. They are just done. Look, the Colts have Phillip Rivers now. They have a stellar defense. They have DeForest Buckner that they just got. You still have T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack. Those guys are really solid. They have great tight end game. Like, I don't see any way in hell that the Jags win this game. It's just not going to happen. I, th- I think, honestly, I think the Colts will win minimum by 17. Minimum. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Plus 17 is your marker here. Okay. I can see that. The thing that sucks though is the Jags have one of the most lovable guys in the NFL. Like I really love Gardner Minshew. Yeah. And so I feel like when you when you're placed in a position like this where your team is inevitably on a nosedive into just just crap and just ter- destruction, you feel bad because they're going to turn to the quarterback. They're going to be like this guy needs to get out. Screw you Gardner Minshew, but look at what he has around him. The star quarter, the star running back's gone. Yeah. Ningokwe got traded away. Everyone's gone. Calais Campbell's gone. <laughs> or what did Tyler call him? Ningokwe? Ningokwe? Ningokwe or something like that. Goku? I'm but, sorry. Uh, I feel bad. But yeah, I, I agree with you too. I definitely see Indy smacking the hell out of uh, Jacksonville. I was on the teeter-totter here. I was between two games. The yeah. first thing that stuck out to me was I was maybe thinking Eagles-Washington football team. Washington or Philadelphia? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah that way. <laughs> but, you know, and I I was I was trying to avoid this just because I don't want to be too homer too early in the going. year here. But it's coming, going. guys. It's I coming. Know. Buffalo over the Jets. Come on. Okay. No. It's, I do. No. And this is me thinking no. mainly because I don't see the Jets scoring more than a touchdown. So I think the yeah. Bills, I think the Bills win by like twenty something, mainly because the Jets put up like three points. I think, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo New York is the most boring game of the week. Look, look, look! If Jet, I'm being only, real. Be, only because I don't. Stephon Diggs, hold on, I'm gonna go for like one twenty two TDs. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Buffalo is not gonna win the game. I think Buffalo is gonna win the game. Allen hasn't really had any time to. I mean, yeah, he's been in training camp, but the game time is definitely different in training camp. Remember how we talked about with the Chiefs? The Chiefs are in abnormality. They're not liar because they perform so well in game one. Keep in mind, though, they're supposed they're 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 basically being put on this pedestal as being a star tier team, and a star tier team is going to perform normally during game one. The Texans either they're just that god awful or they're just that rusty. I feel like they are essentially the bar for the remainder of the NFL, with an exception of a few people like the Ravens and uh, I don't know the Niners and stuff. But 
when you look at like Buffalo and New York, New York, absolute crapshoot, crap show. Anyone who thinks, any Jets fan who thinks the Jets have any chance of winning the division, I'm sorry, dude. You're delusional. It's, it's the people that are still like on the Sam Darnold train that aren't ready to get off it yet. Yeah, they're not ready they to accept the fact. They can't write off the fact that Sam Darnold, if he doesn't perform this year, is probably going to get traded away or they're going to look at the possibility of it in the future. Like, man, as long as Sam can stay away from Frenching people and getting sick and being and missing seeing, a few games. Oh, making out with ghosts or whatever that <laughs> yeah. story was. He <laughs> <laughs> keep making out. It's a one-way ticket to Jacksonville, buddy. Keep it up. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think Buffalo is going to beat the Jets. But I, I still think, you know, Diggs... And then with uh, with Allen, you know, like they, they still need to sort of like come into form. I think, but I I do think they're gonna win. But I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I okay, think it's okay. gonna be a blowout, dude. First really? off, I think it's gonna be a blowout because they don't the Jets don't score. Yeah, okay. First off, all right. For the people who don't remember, Sam Darnold with an all time quote: "Why did you do bad today? Oh, I saw ghosts. Yeah, it was amazing. One of the best quotes I've ever heard in my life. One of the best quotes Second. ever actually came from the from the Bills. Though before we continue, I think. Eric and I talk about this all the time. That one dude who was like, who blamed God for missing that game when he yes. caught pass. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Against the Steelers. What was his name? I forgot his like, name. It was like Stevie something. Was, uh, I remember Stevie, his name. It wasn't Stevie Johnson, was it? I think it was Stevie Actually, Johnson. I think it was Stevie oh, Johnson. Was Stevie yeah. Johnson. yeah. He's like, He's I pray like, you every day. Yeah. This is what it I get. It was Butterfingers in the air zone for, <laughs> uh, in the end zone for a win. Yeah. God, amazing. Oh, my God. I love that football's back. Oh, this my is so God. amazing. This is the best day. This is the best thing ever. Second, second, I will admit. I did almost pick Bills Jets to be the blowout for the week based on one condition only. The Jets do have a lot of characters on the team. Like I said, Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Quinn and William blesses himself when he sneezes. It's <laughs> amazing. Absolutely love it. But for the reason why I think Jets head coach Adam Gase is a horrible head coach. He has no idea what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I am true. so glad because a couple years ago, the Falcons were looking for a head coach and it was between Dan Quinn and and Adam Gase, and they decided to go with Dan Quinn, and I could not praise that any more than I can now because it was clearly the right decision. Oh, Adam Gase has no idea what the hell he's you doing. You guys chose Quinn because, I mean, no way Gase would took you guys to the Super Bowl to lose. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly, <laughs> right? You know, Randy, shut the hell up. Anyways. Packers over the Vikings by 13. Let's go. Anyways, shout out to Quinn and Williams, like I said, for blessing himself. I got to squeeze my By 13? I was gonna go. I was gonna go around. And let you guys take your shot. At your team. So Packers over Vikings. Thirteen. I'm feeling. I'm. Dude, I feel so scared. Honestly, like you got those week one jitters. Aaron, where your Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to buy into your team too yeah. hard yet. But then you're like, but no, dude. This is this is the good thing about sports. Everything is yeah. reset, man. Everybody's even. Even if your team sucks. Even if you're a Jaguars fan right now, you still have that little inkling in your mind. Like we know nothing like, about what anyone. about maybe you know maybe Gardner Minshew goes on a tear. Maybe he's this year's Blake Bortles. And he stumbles his way to the uh, AFC Championship game. What about you, Tyler? Seahawks at Falcons in Atlanta. What do you What do you got for your team this week? You think they're gonna pull something I'm, out? I'm gonna pick Falcons by three. It's I, gonna be close I because Seattle stats, is great. I saw some stats that Matt Ryan does pretty well against Pete Carroll. He do, okay. It's really weird because the Falcons and the Seahawks always have really good games against each other, and Atlanta always gives Seattle a run for their money. And Seattle, I'll never forget, there's a game in Seattle, and they won because Richard Sherman full-on pulled down Julio just before the ball got there. Legend. The refs didn't call it. I've never been more mad in my entire life. Legend. But I don't know. Those are always really good games. I have tremendous respect for Pete Carroll back in the USC days when I was growing up. I was a massive USC fan. But I'm, I'm going to pick Falcons by three. It's important to note that your team can be absolutely tremendous in the pre in the preseason. And there'd be absolute hot garbage during the regular season. My prime example last year, 
the Giants went undefeated in the preseason and were absolute poo-poo in the regular season. And that applies to what we're talking about now, where we don't know anything about anyone. And so right now, the only things you're hearing are about teams that are sort of like, they have that LeBron-esque factor to them. Mahomes. Yeah, you got to have the star power or else they're not going to talk about you. The Cowboys. The Packers aren't even being talked about. Rodgers came out and said straight up that they're flying under the radar. Right, I kind which, of is, agree. which is weird. It's weird. It's like Aaron Rodgers isn't getting talked about. The NFC North is an absolute afterthought right now in sports media, which I kind of enjoy because it's not. it just sort of leads more into the mystery. But right now it's Brady in Tampa, Dak in Dallas, Mahomes in Kansas City, and a little bit of Cam Newton in New England, only because it, it goes hand in hand with Brady in Tampa. So... I love it, man. Dude, that, just I'm ready. You, I'm so ready. You saying Cam Newton just reminded me, dude, like how many just weird, weird instances. There's going to be so many just like things that catch your eye, yeah. like where you're like, like oh, wow. do a double take. Like, oh, crap. Philip Rivers is in a yeah. Colts jersey. Oh, dude. Dude, what the hell? Cam Newton's playing QB for the Pats. Like if you were to yeah. just grab a sports fan from like five years ago, yep. wake him up today and you're like, oh, yeah, we're watching Tom Brady play. Oh, sweet. How are the Pats doing? Oh no no he he just threw a, a TD pass to Gronk in Tampa Bay. I saw I saw a video of Gronk and uh, and Brady hanging out. They're doing like something extra for the Tampa Bay media thing, and they're just sitting down. They were just laughing in the sun, and I'm like, dude, they must be loving it. They're in Florida. It's sunny. Just giggling. It's beautiful. Yep. They're making money. They're in a division that that that's actually giving competition because for the I mean obviously for the longest time every team in the in in the AFC East was I me. Mean, sorry. But, they were struggling. They were struggling. All, all in the past, man. But we look this, forward in this in this house. But this is going to be cool though, because it really is like now these guys actually have to show, have to pull their own weight. Like Brady is in a new environment. Rivers is in a new environment. Granted, they are rather old, and I mean the only other guy who can compare him to is is already out of the league with Manning. But it's it's just going to be interesting because now it's going to be like Rivers now has weapons. He now has people he can use. Brady now has weapons, you know? So even though these guys are old, it should be interesting to see how they do. And I do agree with what you're saying, though, because I went through the exact same scenario when Brett Favre signed with the Jets and then jumped to the yeah. Vikings. It's like, what the you hell? Got, you got Phillip Rivers in Indy, Tom Brady, Gronk in Tampa, DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona. You got, uh, let's see here, Stefan Diggs in Buffalo. He was yeah. a staple in Minnesota. You got... So you have Cam Newton in New England. Right. You have Jamal Adams yeah. in Seattle. You have... Um, oh, Clowney in, in, uh, in uh, Tennessee. Clowney's in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. And then you have Ngoku dude, or whatever the hell is in Minnesota. The Vikings. Who? I was just, Gokwe, my dude, bad. I, I just... This one just totally came into my mind because I was scrolling through something. Yeah. And I, Jason Witten is on the Raiders, bro. Oh, that's he's like, right. He's, like, that's a, he's right. like a three down in the depth chart. But Jason Witten that's right. is, he didn't go back to the booth. He's in Vegas now. That's so weird, man. That's, that's a great so, retirement spot. That's strange, though. But, but the fact that he's there and just didn't retire Dude, a cowboy. Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. That's right. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to ramble some off that can pop into my... Like, I, mean, I think those are a lot, most of the big ones. I mean, that Stephon, it, those honestly, are the Stephon ones, yeah. Diggs in Buffalo is a pretty big thing because he's he's the dude from Minnesota. He was, yeah, he's he was the a meme. Guy. It was, he was the, the guy that got Adam Thielen open. He was a meme. Yeah, yeah. He's been a, a crying meme for like three years, and now he's going to be in Buffalo? That's crazy, man. He's also the one that beat the Saints in the Mi Minneapolis Miracle yeah. when they... Yeah. Do each other. not remind yeah. me about that game. I have never seen my brother cry so hard from a football game. I would have. It was so. Pissed. I was working when that happened, dude. We the guy. Not only did they miss, but they hit each other. 
And then oh yeah yeah, yeah. And totally then helmet off in the end zone chucks it like so crazy because you know you know once you throw the helmet and people run onto the field there's nothing the refs can do no. there's nothing they can do game over I mean everybody's saying what the hell just happened and then you're being bum rushed by your offensive line and there's 200 people on the field there's nothing the refs can do it's like there's the, nothing they it's can like do like that old Stanford game oh the yeah band is on the field or like or like when um uh, it happens every once in a while. But the, the teams will basically run off the field, and the refs are like, hey, guys, you need to come back. You need to come back. Yeah, kick That's an a, extra point or something. Yeah, it's like the the the, the D-end is is snapping the ball or something. Everybody's inside the, the locker room by now. But it's different because it was a playoff game. Like, you can't come back for that. There's been a few. Playoff football has been pretty sketch, man. I mean, nothing will top that or the absolute atrocity we witnessed with the uh, with the Rams when they absolutely when they earhold the uh, well, who are they playing against? They're playing against the Saints, right? Yeah, they're playing against the Saints. Yeah, yeah. the Saints nah. have been yeah the Saints, so have, the Saints have had for the worst, worst three so years. Bad. Yeah, the worst the worst luck in the world. They've been essentially two plays away from two Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, man, football baby. So happy as fact. It's I'm back. so happy. I'm so mad. I'm ready for Pump the emotions. Pump it into my veins. I'm ready for the emotions. I'm ready for the tears. I'm ready for the excitement. I'm ready to yell at things in my room. I'm ready to just throw stuff. Ah, when talking about the Falcons, I in the words am in the so words ready. of the great. In the words of the great Michael Scott, I'm ready to get hurt again. I am. Let's do it. Week one, Sunday, baby. NFL football time. Now, guys, before we get out of here, there's one big old just blatant thing that we skipped right over. And it's almost insulting that it took us this long to get to it. Joe Burrow, the number one pick, getting welcomed to the NFL by none other than Joey Bosa. Oh, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, what a, what a welcome it. to the NFL I moment. It. I think it's important to note, though, that the reason why this game is so big, not only because it's in Los Angeles, but also the station that we're on, Alt 98.7, the new home for Chargers. So you can listen to Alt and listen to the game. We get to see just how good the Chargers are going to be. I said this from the get-go. I think the Chargers are by far the more interesting team in Los Angeles. Their logo doesn't look dumb like the Rams does. Right. And it's just, I like the whole vibe to them. They're really embracing Los Angeles. They're really embracing the doesn't beach sort feel, of vibe to doesn't it. Doesn't it feel like they're the young fun team and the Rams are kind yes. of the old get off my lawn team yes. in LA? That's it's, exactly what it feels it's, like. The narrative of Chargers don't have fans is kind of an old and tired thing, I feel. Yeah. I mean, in LA, man, you need to win to have fans. It's kind of what it is. It's mm-hmm. more of like what you've done for me lately. Yeah. Dodgers are good. They get the fans. They get the eyes. Lakers are good. They get the yeah. eyes. Clippers are good. The eyes. I think the Chargers will be the better team, the better NFL team in LA. And that's going to, should steal most of the eyes for away from the Rams. You got the sparkly new bells and whistles on SoFi Stadium. That's right. Sure, there's no fans allowed in the stands right now, but next year it'll come, guys. It'll come. Trust me. Just wait. But every week, people are going to be tuning in to see Tyrod Taylor. What is he going to do? Is he going to. I think he's going to play a lot longer than most people are thinking. People are talking about give yeah. Herbert the ball ASAP. Tyrod Taylor is a more, more than capable starting QB, I feel. Absolutely. And the thing is, you have to think about it, that Tyrod Taylor has never really received, has never gotten a chance to really prove himself. Right. I mean, every team he's been in has sort of been like a dire team situation. Right. He was on my Buffalo Bills when they made the playoffs all those after all those years. Yeah. But it was kind of, you know, they backed in, a team lost, they snuck in late. He got kind of pushed out of the way for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. I think this is a very different situation. He, if he stays healthy and he wins games, I mean, I guess that's the way you keep your job yeah. in any situation. But I don't think he's going to be pushed out like he was in Cleveland. And I think it's really important to note that a lot of times young quarterbacks develop a lot better when they're, you know, they're not running for their lives and getting the absolute crap beaten out of them week in and week out. But Tyrod Taylor has experienced people around him. He's got a good running back. He's got good receivers. The defense looks really great. Unfortunately, they lost Derwin James. Yeah, sure, I get it. That's tough. But if I Chargers have such a bad history with 
just tra- bad things happening with to training them. camp injuries yeah, and like they've just had the streak of bad luck where if they have a little better kicking and their kicking woes aren't in the way yeah they don't have these weird freak injuries in training camp where they're kind of behind the eight ball going in week one mm-hmm. their whole history could be a lot different than what we talk about and look man if your team going into week one of the nfl you've had no preseason you some of your guys on the team who made the roster don't, didn't even have locker rooms according to hard knocks you know it's just if people are considering you the little brother and you're going into a week one matchup where you really feel good about it, what's going on, and you can really prove yourself and really make a dominating statement, like you got to feel yeah, good about there's that. No like better, that's going to do so much good stuff for the Chargers. I know it's just the Bengals, and they have been kind of the joke of the AFC North for a while. Yeah. But there's no better way to say, hey, we're here ready to play than punching the number one pick of the NFL draft in the mouth and taking a W oh, yeah. on the road. Oh, it's yeah. that's how, it's how it works. It's true. I agree. Keen Allen's going to be fun to watch. And look, again, I, I kind of alluded to it. If you're a Chargers fan, you got to feel good about the fact that your your quarterback is in a position where he doesn't have to jump in and have to just learn right. like, hey, bro, hey, buddy, sink or swim, go. Yeah. It's sort of like, hey, sit back, watch what's going on and just learn. And that's one of the things. It's so weird how quickly they want rookie QBs to start nowadays. It's crazy. Like, I get it, Joe Burrow. It's ridiculous. Number one pick, you're going to want this guy to start. Andy Dalton's gone. That's a situation he has to start right away. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just want your guy to sit behind a veteran like Tyrod Taylor? Hey, hold the clipboard for a year. Learn the ways of the NFL. You know, take your notes and grow. And then that way, when he steps in, whenever Tyrod's done, probably after this season, I'm getting, yeah. I'm not saying this is a long-term thing, but I'm thinking Tyrod definitely gets more than six, seven games. Like, I think some people will lot him. Dude, and it will suck. If, he, if they go out and lose game one, people will probably be calling for Tyrod's job after week one. So he wins, stay healthy. I'm thinking Tyrod goes as long as he can. But that's the excitement of the NFL, man. I miss yelling for people's jobs. I miss <laughs> tweeting at teams. Guys. Cut him. Get Fire rid him. of him. Why, is, why does he still have a job? The, the Gulas, where the hell are you? Yank him off the field. Coon wouldn't have let that happen. I'm so excited. I'm so glad football's back. Ah, God bless America. God bless football. Just let's just for one day, let's just unite, forget everything. Hey, dickheads, stop booing people on the field. Yeah. Oh, that was so awkward last night. Let's boo unity. God damn it. I'm so mad. But at the same time, I'm so happy because now this stuff can't happen because there's no fans allowed in the stadium. God bless it. Go football. Woo. USA. 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 All right, let's get out of here then. On a high note or low note, I don't know technically what that was. Uh, Randy was just screaming at people. Um, but that's yes! A, let's get out of here. Give them the Twitter handle, this, the final notes, maybe a little gem about the weekend coming up in the NFL. It's wall-to-wall football, guys. I know I know. I was trying to think maybe we should cycle in something else at yeah. the end here, but F it. The football's back. Daddy. Daddy's home. I'm excited. You should all be excited because the time is now. Football. It's like Christmas. Christmas early for all of us. Hell yeah. Uh, hey, it's Rando on Instagram and Twitter. Find me there. We can talk about how the Falcons got tremendously beaten by the Seahawks. Uh, we can talk fantasy football. We can talk, you know, whatever. Or you can just tell me about how you think Jordan Love should come in because you're calling for Aaron Rodgers' head. But hey, neither here nor there. Go Pat Go. Uh, what about you, Tyler? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler the Board Up. And Eric, you're going to have to edit this real quick, but I'm just going to say it. I can't wait to beat the f- Breaks off of Tom Brady. Oh, oh stop it. That's not going to happen. Here we go. That's not going to happen. Let's go. That's go. Rise not going to happen. Dirty birds for life. We hear the ATL. Let's go, <laughs> baby. Tailgater. Let's go. Tailgater Sports on Instagram. TailgaterSports.com. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go, Pat, go.